we're back everyone so soon spooky season is over <laughs> and welcome back to the riverdale recap podcast or should i say the river vale recap podcast nope we're keeping the name the same hey, uh... <laughs> today we'll be talking about I don't know. What are we calling this? The first episode of season six? Are we calling this the first episode of the River Vale special? What are we doing? River Vale part one? All Question right, sure. mark? Like, yeah, I don't know if it's season six. I don't either. I Because I don't want to get off like the naming convention. Technically, on Wikipedia, it says season six, episode one. But okay. okay. So whatever. It's sort of both of those things. Um, I am Mary Kukowski, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, who I would never sacrifice to the maple gods, <laughs> Kirsten McKinnon. Kirsten, how are you doing tonight? I, you know, I'm holding on by a thread, Mary, and this episode didn't help things. But I do, okay, here's the thing. By the way, I'm making a compilation. I've decided this. <laughs> I'm making a compilation for the um, 2021 Gakowski cast special that's just you going, okay, here's the thing, <laughs> over and over. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, so Riverdale has not been sparking joy, you know? So having a show in a universe that is not Riverdale, I think just has to be considered a little bit better, even though it's bad. And Archie died. So all in all, a pretty good night. <laughs> That's how I was going to lead this off. I was going to be like, look, it's our dream come true. Do you think Archie is going to be dead for the rest of the five episode special? I'm praying to the devil himself. <laughs> I'm curious. I hope he at least is just like completely not in the next episode. That'd I be just, so interesting. I wouldn't be surprised. because. So I feel like this episode fully could just be self-contained. And I feel like the second episode of the River Vale series could just be a completely different like horror concept that's completely unrelated. Like I, we, we're not going to know until next week if the episodes connect to each other or if they're just like five like specials that are all in the universe of like Rivervale, right? I think I would I would prefer the, the second one. Like I would prefer them to be all separate and and that we just like especially since <laughs> Oh my god, what was that? Uh, I had hung something up earlier because it fell down and it just fell down again. Oh my god, so, that was a loud noise and you screamed. I was like, is there a murderer? <laughs> yeah, there's a murderer coming from my closet. Um, Dang it, now I gotta fix that again. Okay. Alright, sorry. TBD, TBD on that. Um, <laughs> but okay, so here's the thing. If the episodes are not connected, <laughs> I want Archie to die in all of them. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, so I'm like, they could do like a horror kind of concept for each one like this one was kind of loose very 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 loosely midsummer-ish midsommar-esque i mean i think like if you saw midsommar you would recognize a lot of Im energy i haven't imagery. even seen that movie and i recognize the imagery yeah and i mean that's probably just like most sort of like pagan cult-ish movies probably have a lot of no, that same it's stuff, all about but... the freaking flower crowns and it's weird <laughs> Yeah, if Betty showed up in just like a flower dress at the end, that would have been great. So, also, wait, we I just can't believe we appeared on another Riverdale podcast in the hiatus. Yes, we did. And I was shocked to hear that they were going to bleep out the word bloop, bloop. And I was like, am I a ghoul? Like, is my language just so <laughs> bad that it can never be? Well, like I think 
it, it for mo- mostly for me, it's like they really scare you from the um like podcast producing side, especially it, it's mostly with Apple Podcasts. Like with Apple Podcasts, they say like you have to basically put if your podcast is explicit or not. And so I like like it's bloop, bloop, explicit. I don't know. I mean, it's not it's like it's it's PG-13, I guess. Like it won't be shown on TV. So, man, I don't know. They can't you can't say bloop, bloop, on TV. Well, like I don't think you could on on Riverdale, but they can say bloop, bloop every yes. day. Yeah, that's well, sexist. That's, I was gonna say that's sexism for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to say some ship names at the end of this. By I the way. already said beep. You could just put me saying like here. I'll here's something you can use to bl- to block things out. Bloop 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 bloop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, that's not as that's not what we do here. That's not as fun. All right. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Riverdale <laughs> Recap Podcast. <laughs> You're just starting over. <laughs> um, no, but I've decided this is a no edits podcast, so oh, have okay, fun with sorry. all of this. Well, no, you no. should have said that before um, <laughs> I started going off the rails. Well, by no edits, I mean I will go in and do fancy bleeps, but I will not be cutting anything, including oh. my scream earlier. <laughs> That's fine. That, that's th- that's, that's ambiance, baby. That's ambiance. Actually, did you notice in the like the little you know the thing where the title comes up? It's not really like a theme song because it just goes like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But they added a scream. No, I did not notice that they added a scream. Should we add a scream to our like initial? I'll do that. I'll take my scream from okay, this part. Yes. And so now, now that you've gotten to this part in the podcast, you'll understand why there's a scream at the beginning. <laughs> there are music. Okay, perfect. Uh, perfect. So. Here, okay. Riverdale normally starts with a Jughead voiceover, and this time we got a Jughead video intro, and it was way worse. Oh no! See, that's that's where we disagree. My first take is I loved this format so much. The Cole Jughead Sprouse like wanted to this. be dead. Like I, it's, someone was holding a gun at him off no, screen, being like, it. "Say the line, do the grin, say I their exhaust." It. Like he wanted to be dead. Uh, that I, I feel bad so for him. Much. See, I laughed out loud so many yeah, times. I laughed at it, but not in like, <laughs> a, I laughed at it, not with okay. it. Hold on, well, I've got to do the Jughead voiceover, so here we go. Poor Cole Sprouse locked in a basement somewhere, forced to do the you show. You know what? He's making money. It's okay. You can, True. I'm sure this is great. Alright. <clears throat> There's a town that exists at the Borderlands, a place of nightmares and dreamscapes, a place where folklore and myth carry the weight of fact and truth, a place where superstitions and their laws overshadow the laws of science and a place where old traditions die hard if they die at all. The name of this place is Rivervale, and though it might seem familiar to you like a town you visited before, I can assure you it is not the same town. Don't worry, I'll show you around. And the sign says Rivervale, you'll never want to leave. I don't think they can leave. I don't think they can either. It's a nightmare town. That's what he said, right? Something it was like a that. nightmare to me. Yeah. Um, how much of this timeline in Rivervale do you think like was the same like do you think the entire past that we saw in Riverdale is also included in this timeline it was just with a different name of a town so so that's the thing is Jughead specifically states that this is not the same that none of this is real in Riverdale like what's happening now right but what about like every single okay yeah every single thing that happens indicates that this is picking up right where season five left off like you've got um, like Jughead and Tabitha move 
moving in together. Tony and Fangs ha- are together, which happened at the end of the season. Betty and Archie are together. Like, it seemed like maybe there was a little bit of time, but like, even they have the same town council. Cheryl has announced that Thornhill is like a, a like seceded from Riverdale. Like, most of the major plot lines have clearly happened in Rivervale. So yeah. I, I don't know. But like, maybe some of it didn't happen. I think I agree. I think like basically everything happened. The only like main notable thing we got zero mention to was Hiram at all. And mm-hmm. I, I think that might be for the better. Like that's part of what I loved about this whole episode. Because I did actually pretty much like this episode mostly. Almost everything I liked about it was the fact that there wasn't any, like, Hiram, Archie, Veronica drama. And that's the stuff that has been running the last several seasons, and that's the main stuff I don't like. I really like that this episode had the most, like, interaction among all the different characters that we've seen in a long time. We had a lot of scenes with a lot of people together. A lot of, like, you know, there was a lot going on, mm-hmm. but the kind of plot was, like, relatively cohesive about what was happening. you got a town full of people who've got some sort of problem. Cheryl mm-hmm. kind of... Kind of like maybe does or does not put a curse on them and then sort of like somehow gets them all to uh, sacrifice Archie in order to get out of their various predicaments. And that and it works. I mean, there's a lot of like, how'd she do this? Everybody seems brainwashed and all that. It's but called like, magic, baby. They're using the old ways. I do think that there was probably like somewhere between six months and two years in between, like the end of Riverdale season five. Well, it couldn't be 19. two years because Anthony is still oh, a yeah. baby. Baby Anthony looks exactly the same. But I mean, he looks like maybe. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't look very old. He looks only a couple months old. Which is the problem, because otherwise there's, like, they they do note a couple things that have supposedly happened, like the fact that Betty, like, lives with Archie now, whereas at the previous episode, it was like they were just getting together. They were deciding to date. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Betty moved right in. Yeah, that's possible. Um, I, so, like, some of it seems to have picked right up, but then they mention, like, that they've talked with Mary Andrews. And I don't think Mary Andrews is like, oh, Betty, Archie, you just started dating yesterday. Like, where's my grandkids? I don't think that's happening. But. In a horror scenario, maybe. Maybe. Um, so the two parts I really liked from Jughead's tour of Riverdale were uh, I-, I liked when you have Veronica and Reggie running on the treadmills and then he just is for- has a forced smile and says exhausting aren't they and then and then when it's Alice- the way they're supposed they're running so fast and trading stocks at the same time like I loved it sit oh. down like stop it and then when alice cooper asks frank to stay for breakfast and jughead's like tempting <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think Jughead has a refined palate. I don't think he's eaten quiche. Oh, loved that so much. Do you like quiche? Eh, I'll eat a quiche, but I'm not like... Is quiche... Hell yeah, quiche. A casserole. Sorry, we're not allowed to talk about casseroles. Let's move on. Um, um I don't <laughs> think so. Okay. Let's well, maybe. I it's think a sandwich for sure. Well, it's definitely not a soup, so sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, let's talk about the little tiny Barchi plot. I, I sort of broke some of these out, basically introing everyone's problems, and then we've got like the the main main plot 
Um, yes. So, okay. Basically, Archie and Betty don't want to get married, but they do want to have children. Yeah. What did you Which think? Which is fine. Uh, you know, about like, that we, commentary. I, I mean, live your life. It's a. It's an interesting stance to be like, no, marriage is not for us. But children, hundred percent. Let's do that. I'm not saying that nobody has that. It was just an interesting stance for the show to take. Like, I'm curious to see if that is just a River Vale thing, or if that like, like I think when we pop back to Riverdale, unless we do another time jump, I don't think Betty and Archie are like having children anytime Betty soon. Betty is not gonna want to have kids because she's gonna be so scared of passing on the serial killer gene. Yeah, to that that was like the most unrealistic thing. Was Betty was a little a little too. Yeah, Betty wanted to have babies. And so Betty's OBGYN is Dr. Colonel Jr. (laughs) And my favorite thing is that he's like, you have no viable eggs, so it'll be really hard for you to have a baby. And it's like, if there are no viable eggs, doesn't that make it impossible? None? You would think, unless you're making a baby with something other than an egg. I mean, it is is magic town. Yeah. So do you think in this universe that Dr. Curdle Jr. is just a doctor? Or is he also the coroner as well? I mean, I think he's just always been the only doctor in town. Like, now I'm getting a whole new view on regular Riverdale. Like, is Dr. Curdle Jr. like doing every one's pelvic exams every year. But we do notably see him in like a different setting. Like he's he's wearing a different outfit and like in a in a different office than normal. Well, I'm assuming that he sees his living patients in a different place than his dead patients. He also has way longer hair, I feel like. I don't know what the what that was about. I try never to look directly at him. Okay, good. He creeps me out. I did he was wearing a name tag and I was trying to look at that to see if that gave me any clues on his title, but it just said Dr. Curdle Jr., which I loved. Um, okay. So then Betty's like, hey, Archie, what about adoption? This right here, this is my least favorite part of the whole episode. And I know I said I wouldn't like have any kind of political commentary, but I really feel like Archie's attitude of like, no, I want to be a father. We'll make it happen is like, what is this? Like, that's really invalidating mothers who can't have children. I agree completely. The only thing I would say is that Betty brings up adoption, but at no point does she tell him about the doctor's appointment she had where she like can't so i think to archie it's coming across as like well why wouldn't she want to have my baby because i'm perfect when like obviously first of all if you can have children and you choose to adopt that's a choice like that's a valid decision if you can't have children and you adopt that's a great way to be a mom like there are so many ways to be a mom if you choose to be a mom but Archie is totally invalidating that and is like probably gonna make Betty feel worse about not being able to have kids because he's like no I want to experience the whole thing with you it's like okay sir Sit down. It's like, this is no offense, Archie. I mean, actually, no offense. No offense, offense Archie. This is like, you you want to have the whole experience? I'm sorry, most of that experience is going to be on Betty. <laughs> like, I want to have the I whole experience of watching you possibly child. suffer a lot to have uh, a baby. Anyway, I found this to be very frustrating. I mean... Blanket statement on this episode, this goes without saying, I do think that if Riverdale is going to be just completely wackadoo, then, like, having the overarching, like, concept of, like, this doesn't count, it's River Vale, I think does help. Like, I think it makes it better because I'm not trying to take any of this seriously. And I think, like, in all of these scenes, mostly, actually, I'm going to say pretty much only with Betty and Archie. With everyone else, they're acting more or less like their normal character. Betty and Archie seem very out of character. 
And I'm okay with that because this isn't really Riverdale. Well, yeah, because we, we don't have to try and fit it in to everything right. else. Because we're like, okay, cool. It's a different place. Awesome. I just, I almost wish that some of the other people were also like acting a little different, but they really weren't. I think my theory is that they're, each of the five episodes is going to be different. And in each of the five episodes, I think one of the couples is going to be very out of character. Okay. Well, I look forward to that. Then. That's my theory. I'm curious. And I'm curious to see if the, each of the five episodes, like, at all relate to each other at all or not. We'll see. Maybe it'll be, like, um this, the same thing over and over. Maybe. What, what do you call that? Like, Groundhog Day-ish? Yeah, it's a, a classic Groundhog Day. Um, if I mean, if Ar- if it results in Archie dying every time, that would be very satisfying <laughs> I would for me. really like that. Like, okay. if Archie dies in all five episodes, like, I will rewatch these five episodes a lot, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, let's move on to Tongs, because uh, I think if they're an established couple in this universe, then we're not going with Phony, so we're going with Tongs. Okay. Um. Baby Anthony has colic and mm-hmm. uh, is crying a lot. Dr. Curdle Jr., who's also, a, along with an OBGYN, is also a pediatrician, apparently, He's like, uh, hey, put a toad in the baby's mouth. Did It'll you look this up? the colic out. Is this a thing? Was this like an actual like home remedy? Let's see. I don't think so. Toad in mouth colic. Toad poisoning in dogs. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, ma- mouthing of the toad by the dog releases toxin. And it, it seems like it's mostly about uh, toads are toxic. So... Fangs is like, well, serpent mothers would leave their babies on tree stumps overnight in the woods to toughen them up. And I'm thinking maybe a frog just hopped in their mouths. I don't think frogs are just hopping into mouths. I mean, it could happen. (laughs) So Tony takes baby Anthony to the woods and Cheryl's there and Cheryl's like, oh, my perfume calms him down. I'll make you some. So that's kind of helped out. In Mm. almost all of these things, Cheryl's going to approach the person and be like, here's a solution, but also for a long-term solution, I'm going to need your assistance later. And they're all like, yes, please, anything. My troubles are so ridiculous that I need your help. All right. What about Tughead? Uh, so Tughead. I know, um, but I can't remember so, if we had a better one. Yeah, it's fine. So they move into their new place and I don't even know. It's, did Jughead they buy this spider. apartment? Like, There's why no they way have... they bought an apartment. Well, why there. did they have a real estate agent? You don't need a real estate People, agent just to rent a place. Some pl- Sometimes you need a real estate agent to Do get you? a rental. Hmm, okay. Or at least even to like, or the, it could also like not be a real estate agent. It could be like um a pro- like a property management person. I feel like I could not tell this apartment apart from Tony and Fangs's. They look yeah, exactly th- the same. They're, they're just like gloomy sure, apartments. Yeah, they're for sure in the same apartment building. Uh, it's like the only apartment building in town, I guess. Makes sense. Uh, and yeah, so Jughead kills a spider and Tabitha's like, no, I would have wanted you to take it outside. It's bad luck now. Where, you know what? If killing spiders is bad luck, then it makes a lot of sense why my life sucks. Well, we skipped over the part there where Betty and Archie are helping Jughead and Tabitha move in. And uh, the thing I liked about this was like that Betty and Tabitha like still get to be friends. So this is fun. Also, I know this is alternate universe and this kind of makes me mad. Like the four of them here together having like a nice combo. Like this is the most like friendship we've gotten from this group forever. And that's how you know it's an alternate universe. Yeah. This would never happen in Riverdale. Like in the intro walkthrough when Jughead's like, oh, my ex-girlfriend and my best friend are shacking up together. Like it's a good 
good thing we're all just friendly and over it. Haha, everything's that perfect. That makes me think that he it is not friendly and he is not over it. Yeah, but they like seemed okay. I don't know. Anyway, they were like helping everybody move in and all all was good. We had we had zero of this in season five, so I'm I'm glad we got this here, even if it's in fake Riverdale. Um, so yeah, then, uh, Tabitha and Jughead are starting to have, have some sort of, like, bug-related curses. There's cockroaches in his cereal. Yeah, they're getting bitten. They've got, like, welts all over them. Um, so Tabitha is making a bunch of pancakes for Cheryl, and Cheryl's like, oh, I'll give you a cleansing formula for your house for the bugs, but I'm also gonna need you and Jughead to participate in my maple events. And they're like, of course we will. I mean, if you're getting covered in bug bites and have cockroaches, just coming out of the cereal box, you'll do anything to get rid of that. Yeah, I think, I mean, I've never had a crying baby, so I don't know, but I feel like their problem is the one that I would most just like, yes, please, I'll do anything. I cannot live in a house like this. Well, like, a crying baby also would not be fun 24 hours a day, but the thing is, is it's like, well, I understand why babies cry, you know? Right. Whereas, like, if you're opening a fresh box of cereal and cockroaches come, it's like, what's the explanation for this? It just makes everything feel dirty and horrible. Yeah, that would be what terrible. What are you staring at? Is there a bug in there? No, it's just my thing that fell down. I just need, I'm just trying to think of like what I can do to fix it. So uh, then we've got Veggie, uh, who I don't really, this is like the other, this is the only weird thing is the fact that at the end of Riverdale season five, it looked like they already had a casino, but I guess we've kind of like ignored that and they're like, no, they're just like trying to build a casino. Well, they, they haven't said done they, it yet. They said they were going to do a, do the casino anyways. They didn't like open it or anything. I thought we saw a clip of them like having Pearls and Posh and then in the back of Pearls and Posh was like a secret casino. Well, like, I think it was like there's space in the back of Pearls and Posh, but I don't think they like set it up to be the oh, casino okay. yet. Gotcha. Maybe they like turned that into, I think that was like the room they were like having the jogging treadmills in. And so maybe they're, maybe that's just like temporarily they were testing out some casino games. I don't know. Uh, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, Reggie is like, hey, do you really want to do this casino thing or is this just a side project until you go back to New York? Uh, very disappointingly, even though this is River Vale. Veronica is still called the She-Wolf. Mm, I choose not to perceive it, actually. Okay. Uh, also, Veronica covers the bed in money uh-huh. and says, I've always wanted to make it on a pile of money. And there's when people refer to having sex as making it, it's one of the most disgusting things to me. I don't know why. Really it. Really like It's just it. so gross. It's so bad. I really hate that. And not only do I hate that, this is dirty and not like the fun kind of dirty. Like, I don't, well, I mean, it was probably both a bunch of money. the fun and the not fun type of dirty. No, I think it's like, it's like when people are like, oh, I want to have sex on the beach. Like that just sounds like, oh, maybe it sounds fun. It's not. That just sounds gross. I don't need sand anywhere. Exactly. And I don't want like crumpled dollar bills sticking to things. Ugh. Let's just get, yeah. let's get out of this. Um, Veronica <laughs> shows Reggie the plans for the casino, and he's like, oh, I see that even though the casino was my idea, you didn't give me an office, which was a big oversight on her part. Don't know how she missed that. But also, like, if, if the whole casino thing was his idea, why wasn't he there for the drawing the plans stage? Why don't they just share an office? Why is this a big fight? Maybe maybe the office was really small and only big enough for one desk. There's no way Veronica was like, oh, yeah, I have a small office. Like, her office is probably, like, four rooms. Yeah, this is, it was, this was a flimsy plot. Like, the drama here, I was like, what, what, like, what are we doing here? Who is this for? I don't know. This is the weird one because, like, later on they tried to make it seem like the drama was that, like, Reggie was comparing himself to Archie. 
But I don't really see, like, I think if Veronica was dating Archie, she probably would have also forgotten to give him an office. No, she would have given Archie an office for sure. Archie doesn't need an office. She would have given him, like, a gym or, like, a corner. A corner. Yeah, she would have given him a corner. Yeah. Um, and then the... <sighs> Okay, you know what? I'm, I've changed my mind on everything that I've ever thought about Riverdale. I've come okay. to a new conclusion. Okay. Get rid of all the adults. If we're only having two adults in this show, get rid of all of them. Because it's more awkward to have the... two than it... Okay, I know that Sheriff Keller was technically there for a second. No, that's not even what I'm saying. Technically, all of the cast are adults now. They're over 25, Mary. Okay. <laughs> the the older generation characters. I mean, I guess it's like not as weird because there is like Dr. Kirtle and there is like Nana Rose and I guess I'm sorry, Penelope you're adding more there. weirdos. You're you're well, saying all the weirdest characters like, oh, I guess it's not that weird. Well, I think the part that's weird is like I don't like that Frank and Alice, aka Phallus Part Two. Why is it still Phallus? This no, this is so one's annoying. Phallus. Phallus? <sighs> Is that better? I don't know. I All mean, right, at fine. least it di- differentiates. Yeah, it does. Ah, I, man, can we just take a second to say R.I.P. Uh, <sighs> F.P. the character. Okay. I miss F.P. I miss F.P. so much. Um, I just don't like the fact that they're the only two Gen Zers with a like plot line. Like, this bugs me, but whatever. Just, uh, I feel bad again. Two more adults being held hostage on the set. Yeah. So Alice likes Frank and she straight up tells him, which I appreciate. Well, I think they've been like dancing around the issue. Yes. And then finally she got frustrated and was like, listen, yeah, I want been- you to stay the night in my bed. Like, I think you didn't need to be that. Again. I want you having sex with me in my bed. <laughs> in my bed. Um, And he's like, you're a beautiful woman, Alice, but I can't go there. And then she says, oh, I always fall for the strong and silent type. Was Hal the strong and silent type? I mean, he was big, so maybe he's strong. You know, it wasn't his mouth. Okay, Frank tells Alice that, you know what, I think I saw something recently that he was in, but like as a as a young as a young person. No, you didn't stop it. Moving forward. Um, <laughs> so Frank tells Alice that he was married when he was a mercenary and had a daughter. And then he's like, but then dot, dot, dot. So were they killed? Were they killed because he was a mercenary? Did he kill them? What happened? Maybe he killed them. I don't know. He doesn't have a daughter anymore and he's sad. Well, if you get with Alice, you can inherit a daughter, dummy. I don't even know. Anyways, they're going to oh, go Oh, you know what movie. it was? I think it was Scary Movie. Lachlan Monroe. I mean, I wasn't watching Scary Movie, but I think I was watching a video that had a clip of it, and I was like, hey, that's Hal Cooper. Okay. Is that, does I, that sound I, right? I thought we were past this. Well, just because you were, it doesn't mean I was. <laughs> I think it, it might have been that. It might have been something else. I don't know. Uh, like, he's been in a lot of things. Wow, I he's really, been in a I lot don't of things. remember what his face looks like. He's got a little tiny mouth. That's, like, I, mostly what I remember. I have never noticed someone to have a below-average-sized mouth before. We've definitely mentioned it on this podcast. Yeah, and you bring it up all the time, and I always just play <laughs> along because I don't want you to think I'm stupid. Like, he could definitely not have won that pancake eating contest. I mean, he maybe because it's smaller, he's got speed. I don't think that's a thing. I don't know. I would never enter a pancake eating contest. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so whatever. Uh, they go to they all go to the the festival. All right, let's talk about Maple Wars, which is the plot the, plot. Okay. Um, Kevin well, didn't go to in this timeline. Kevin apparently did not go to Broadway to find himself. 
He goes into the woods. Was he jogging? Was he cruising? I don't know. I but think we know. He found a deer that has been sacrificed and has no heart. They're like, man, it looks like a sacrifice. Yeah, it looks like a sacrifice. It's got like symbols all over it and its heart's ripped out and it's laying on a stone table. It didn't just happen up there. No, it probably was an accidental death. Okay. Cheryl comes out of the woods with her new girl gang because Cheryl can never be alone. And um, they're very, I gotta say, they're classy. Like I noticed this Are they the pretty poisons? I don't know. I don't know what they're called. They're not the pretty poisons. But they, I do like their outfits and I I do like that they all had very striking, beautiful hairstyles. And I was like, I need to learn how to braid better because they were beautiful. (laughs) Anyway, that was my takeaway. So she's like, hey, shoot these people. If they don't leave the deer, we're going to take all the parts of the deer. They're going to use every piece. I don't know. I guess this is like a Mother Earth thing. They're going to... I mean, here's the thing. I'm a lifelong vegetarian. And my stance is if you're going to kill something, at least use every part of it. Fair fair enough. Um, So then we have the town meeting where because even though this is Rivervale still got to save Rivervale apparently Rivervale not doing any better than Rivervale well, be, was it's basically because Cheryl has taken Thornhill out of Riverdale now sorry Rivervale now Rivervale has no supply of maple trees and the town needs to have maple trees so they can have maple syrup it is what their town is based on so Archie is like listen we're getting all of these maple trees and you come pick up a tree you plant a maple tree and your yard and now once they grow every house in Riverdale will have their own maple tree where they can make their own maple syrup yeah here's my question how does that bring revenue well, yeah. He also said they're going to make a grove, like, with some extra yeah. maple trees. Also, I, the, the, what comes out of the sap that comes out of the tree is not, like, ready to put on your pancake. Like, how is the average citizen going to know how to process it? Yeah, this feels complicated. Like, is the idea that you're going to each have a tree just so we space them out and then we'll, like, come around and collect all the sap? Maybe. Like, someone will. Also, they, they even mention in this that, like, Cheryl's maple trees have gone dry. So it's not like, even if she didn't secede from... From the town they would still have an issue with the no maple revenue well i think that if she hadn't seceded they would have just given her a bunch of trees also none of this makes any sense because okay let's say that the blossoms had a big maple production they're selling that for themselves right like how does this benefit the town i mean i'm sure it does um, in well, some way but it's not like taxes probably okay i don't know i, I don't really get it um, it's, I mean, it doesn't make full sense. Yeah, I'm not really, look, I'm not financially, uh, inclined, so I don't know. Um, so Cheryl has a little chat with her, her girls. I, I need a name for them. I just keep calling them her girls. What? The, they're the gals. The, okay. Cheryl has, <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl has a chat with the, 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 the gals. gals. <laughs> and she's like, we need to bring back the old ways, you know, back in pagan times when there was the maple maven. And also we need to hurt Archie because he's trying trying to steal our maple thunder oh no no so uh don't say maple thunder again (laughs) okay thank you so cheryl wants the trees so she she goes to archie where he's like giving away all the trees to the taxpayers and she's she's like like, i'll take 30 yeah and he's like definitely not and he's like you don't pay taxes you can't now i i'm imagining taxes in rivervale as like archie goes door to door and it's like give me 10 percent of your income and then you give him money and then he's like i believe you I was going to, like, make some kind of joke about how they would have, like, a church, but, like, we did that last season. That actually is a thing that happened. Yeah, I don't think that's what they're doing yeah, anymore. I don't think so. Um, so then, uh, let's see, the girls, sorry, the gals are going to make <laughs> some 
some <laughs> dolls to honor the Maple Maven, mm-hmm. and they put him in the, the area where the grove's going to be, and then Archie removes the dolls, and then Kevin's like, hey, all our saplings were pulled up. They're ruined, which, I, again, I don't understand trees. Can't they just replant the saplings? Well, I think that if they've been, like, roughly pulled out of the ground and are, like, very damaged, they might not take if you try to plant them again. So was this magic or did Cheryl go out there and pull up the trees? Because, like, why would she do that? Why would she hate I, on maple? She wouldn't. She literally said she would never hurt a maple sapling. She would never do that to a poor baby tree. I do think that... I think that indirectly it's her because I think she obviously put some sort of curse on the town, mm-hmm. but I or I don't even know. I don't think it's her. Yeah. Meanwhile, Betty is going to recognize the little totems uh, from a cold case in the FBI office, and she's like, oh my gosh, this is the exact same as these other pictures of where there was a sacrifice of a human with a totem that said RB on it, which is totally Rose Blossom. Why would you, mm-hmm. why would you put your initials on your totem? It's such a bad People idea. People are sick in the head. Yeah. Um, so Betty confronts Cheryl about this and Cheryl's like, uh, cousin, doth thou bring up silliness? And we don't have any kind of conclusion from that at all. Like we don't see no. really an argument. So who knows what happened? We don't. Yeah. I, I don't know, but they're, uh, they're going to do the the pie. The pie. They make a sin pie. Yes. So um, they put all the sins of everybody in the town, all the, the bad things, and they're going to put it in a pie. And then a person who is strong enough to shoulder all of the sin for the town will eat the pie. They'll eat the sins and then it'll get rid of the sins because they were in the pie. So question, does Archie, is this implied that Archie does eat the full sin pie at some point? Because we only saw him eat like a tiny little lick of it. And well, I think that that was, I think he ate the whole pie. Okay. Because is the other part of the sin pie that that person then has to die, I'm guessing? Uh, well, I'm assuming it's you eat the sins so all of the sins are inside of you and then we kill you and then the sins are gone. Okay. That pie looked kind of gross. I don't really the know what pie, kind of pie it was. I, it kind of looked like a sugar pie. Yeah. I don't know. Not my favorite kind of pie. That's, eh, it's whatever. Sugar pie is like a big, like, um, French Canadian thing. Is it like, does it have like maple? in it as well um what has it mostly is brown sugar but it kind of i feel like has like a maple it's maple-esque but maybe it's a maple pie i've never heard of a maple pie before i don't know is that that is maple pie a thing i don't know i feel like a like a brown sugar pie with some maple taste it just maple syrup pie is a pie it just sounds like a thing that you could definitely not eat the whole pie of yeah well yeah but he needed all of his energy to have yeah sex like it would hurt but i could eat a whole fruit pie i mean it would really hurt but at least there's some like tartness there as well i don't love pie so i don't we're in pie season right now baby it's i thought it was soup season well i mean isn't i feel like like end of november well at least in america like thanksgiving's big on pie well we already had thanksgiving are you guys big on pie for thanksgiving too we have pie for thanksgiving a little pumpkin pie i assume that like canadian thanksgiving is like similar foods it's yeah i think it's pretty much the same except it's a month earlier and it's in canada the one thing is i don't think i know anyone who's who does like the 
sweet potato dishes like y'all oh, do. Is that that's a that's like my favorite Thanksgiving dish is like sweet potato casserole. Yeah, I don't know anyone who actually does that. Oh, it's delicious. It, but it's like the only time of year I ever eat sweet potatoes. So um, anyway, this was your Canadian versus America moment. Uh, <laughs> so now we've moved on to the Maple Festival. That's right. So uh, the Maple Festival is a competition to determine who I guess the Maple King is. Yeah, so here's my question. It's like it's like a whole group of people who are already brainwashed by Cheryl, basically, who have all just sort of agreed to throw this competition to Archie because they're all sort of subtly being like, good luck, Archie, or like, man, Archie, you're my brother. I love you. But they're definitely all throwing it to him because there's no way he would win any of these things on his own, like based up the, based yeah, on he, the matchups what? he was in. He beats Jughead in an eating competition. Yeah, that's never going to happen. It. Like, Jughead definitely threw that, although I'm amazed that they both were, like, so close. Like, also, Archie should have been throwing this. Like, this was uncharacteristic. I feel like Archie, like, he had no reason to win these contests. And then, like, just purely, okay, I understand this is not everything, but purely based on size of muscles, like, Reggie probably should have won that, like, woodcutting thing. But I guess, like, he's, maybe he's more of a, like, business guy in this universe, whereas Archie's doing the hard labor all the time. So maybe that's a thing. Um, I I just think everyone was throwing it to Archie. Yeah, and then Betty somehow wins the axe throwing thing. I don't know. Betty I think that whatever. was magic. I think Cheryl like Yeah, I, I did that. None of this makes sense. It doesn't really matter, but I guess my question is like if everybody's in on Archie winning the the thing, like why even have a contest? Because they need to I think it's mostly just a pretense to get him to eat the pie because in the end he doesn't even win first place. Betty gets first place so that he will get the pie. Yeah, and she's crowned the like maple the queen. queen. Yep. Um, and um, Betty, Betty's been a couple different types of queens here. Been the Griffin Queen, Maple Queen. Yeah, she's been a lot of fake queens. Yeah, yeah, that's happening. Um, I I think this is like a little bit of an odd moment because throughout most of the episode, it seems like Betty and Archie are the two like out of character people, uh-huh. and then in this scene, they're the only two who seem like at all normal, whereas everybody else. Seems very out of character. I they're felt like, like Betty felt very out of character too. Well, she yeah, especially like she feels out of character once she does the axe throwing. But like prior to that, she's like, "We have a plan. The plan is going to be that Archie comes and distracts everyone while I go sleuth around to figure out what Cheryl's up to." I don't know. Maybe at some point while she's sleuthing, she gets like brainwashed like everybody else. So uh, yeah, that happens. Then they get home, and a lot of what we saw in this episode were like bits and pieces that. Um, sorry, a lot of what we saw in the preview, I don't know if you watched any of the previews clips that were Mm. out, it was a lot of Betty lying on the table and then the voice over her saying, I, like, have always wanted to have your babies, Archie, or whatever. And the two clips, like, (laughs) together seem way creepier than either of those did apart, although her lying on the table was also kind of creepy. I, no, I agree. I agree with you. I did see one of the previews and I did clock that. Um, so she brings out one of the creepy dolls. Yeah. And is like, these are for fertility. So if we like make it with this under the mattress, (laughs) I just wanted to see your face, then they'll definitely have a baby. 
And she's like, I just want you to eat that pie first. And he's like, I'm not really hungry. And she's like, I want you to have all the energy you can get for what I have planned for tonight. And then like sticks her finger in the pie and then sticks her finger in his mouth. And he then is like, okay, great. I'll eat a whole pie. First off, don't eat an entire pie before making it because I feel like that I would just don't make you thi- bloated. I don't think I could eat a lot and then, no, I don't you know, think so I think that that would be a problem. Second off, if I was Archie, I'd be like, listen, babe, I just had 119 pancakes. So like, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. How did he fit a whole pie after 119 pancakes? He's had a lot of carbs today. It's been a hard well, day Well, I guess he him. needs to work those carbs off. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he did some sawing. So like that, maybe that helps. But he sawed before any of the carbs. Ugh, I hate this so much. Um, okay. Anyways, they have intercourse and uh, <laughs> Betty and, and then Archie gets a call in the night after they've done the intercoursing and it's from Kevin and Kevin's like the gals are performing a maple <laughs> ritual on Betty. <laughs> I just think it's really funny to call them the gals. I love this. No, this is canon now. It's, um, it's going on the list. They're the gals. Uh, and so Archie shows up. And again, it's uh, it's a whole thing. And Betty's like, Archie, I'm with child. And in 25 years, this baby will be crowned the Maple King, just like his father. And I'm like, no, he didn't even win Maple King. He was second place. <laughs> Not only that, but, like, imagine being like, yes, I'm with child. I can't wait to sacrifice him in 25 years. Also, even with magic, I don't think you would know that you had conceived that fast. Or that it was a boy, but it's magic. So what do we know? Um, This is, like, very, very Midsommar. um, And I I thought at any point during this that, like, something would happen, something would get impeded. But no, everyone's there. Everyone's really down for the ritual. Uh, Both Cheryl and Betty are in quite the outfits. Uh, Cheryl's got like a massive headdress kind of thing and and Betty is is wearing a I don't even know but it was it was an outfit that was striking it was striking yeah I'm bad at describing these kind of things I don't know it was cool go watch it um (laughs) everyone's in on the sacrifice uh Veronica Mm -hmm. knocks Archie out and then Archie's kind of like strung up on this uh, sort of triangular yeah. cross like a, situation. It's almost like a pie, uh, like a pyre, but yeah, it's kind of like that. Not quite. Um, I'd have to go back and see if if that's the same kind of thing that Abigail was strung up on. But let's be honest, I'm not going back. Yeah, no, don't do that to yourself. Yeah. So then Archie wakes up. I don't know why they needed Archie to wake up in order to do this, but she she just stabs him and cuts out his heart, which is which is still beating. Yeah, they needed. Well, they needed the moment to tell him that like we're only doing this to because you're the only one strong enough to like break the curse right um unclear what happens next because then we get a end cap from jughead who's like until next time more stuff's gonna go down and the sign now says the town with heart now do you think they used the rest of archie's body like they did with the deer oh i hope so i mean you could make a paste out of something i'm sure yeah probably i don't know uh i'm sure they used his hair for something for what i don't know it's not like he has a lot of hair there's a plot point in Midsummer about someone using hair for oh you, let, don't yeah don't watch I haven't <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen it and I don't want to see it too I spooky. would recommend not watching it and if you do watch it definitely skip the first scene in the movie that's the s- scariest scene in the entire movie I don't know if that's oh, a hot well, take, what happens in the scene um it's too real the rest of the movie is like a little bit surreal which is fine but the first scene is like takes place in the real world and I think that was like the su- subversion was like look first scene of a horror movie is the scariest one I I could 
couldn't get over it. I would not recommend watching it if you are at all sensitive to. Um, I mean, it's just it's just bad. I just don't. I mean, yeah, don't I don't. It's I don't a, like, like it's a it's a well made movie and it's well acted and and stuff. I don't like being spooked. I'm never gonna watch it. Yeah, but if you, I don't like things that like last with me, like images that last with me, and that and that lasted. I think that's a lot to unpack. Actually, have you considered talking about that in therapy? <laughs> I probably should, but instead, I'm just going to refrain from ever watching that movie again. But like, um, I have watched every single clip of it that's available on YouTube, um, like that was like released by the actual movie, and I watched a lot of behind the scenes because I found the movie to be fascinating and I wanted to like learn about it. I read the whole Wikipedia summary, but I, I just, I, I couldn't, I can't handle watching it anyway. That's, I, that's fair. Make the choice that's right for you and your family. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Um, I did try watching. I, I got I got two thirds of the way through, and I was like, "Nope, can't do it. I'm I'm good." Wow. I think I got through the scariest stuff. Unfortunately, I think the rest wasn't as bad, but whatever. Um. Anyway, so you know that was the episode. I'm really curious to know what happens next week. Mostly just to see like what the what the format is. I I do hope that we are right and that it is more yeah and anthology. But like even if it's not, at least Archie's dead, so it'll be okay. Well, I'm sure um, he'll come back. No. So. But also, I was dreading this, and it was refreshing. Mm-hmm. I think this was uh, mostly, like, I think... Uh, this is the most fun I've had watching Riverdale since season four. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think and I think that's, like, it was entertaining. It was... It, I felt fast-paced. There was, like, enough... There were a lot of subplots, but they were all related to the same main plot, main plot which I liked, mm-hmm. it, instead of, like, all the characters just feeling so separate in their own worlds. And if you don't care for a particular subplot you're going to be bored during that part of the episode and that's how mm-hmm. I was during all of season five because I did not care about like half the subplots so anyway yeah. that was it um so we've got some some thoughts uh from our listeners uh what up Tim says okay I realize Riverdale isn't the town it used to be but come on Betty using the coroner as your OBGYN yikes um, he's to, the only doctor. Yes. To which uh, Morgan also responded, I like to think that he's still the coroner and is just the only profession, medical professional in town, which yes, I think I that he is. Yeah. Um, we got some sympathy before the episode came out from Miles, who said, wait, Riverdale is back already. I feel this feels like a personal attack against Kirsten and Mary. And it Thank does. You. And it does. Um, and Erin also said uh, she <laughs> was talking about um, this season and said that maybe this is... Uh, Maybe this is going to be okay because it means that the Sabrina crossover will be more exciting and fun if none of it's in the main timeline and universe. Well, and yeah, because I, so I haven't finished Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, but I have since become aware of a very major spoiler of the end of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina that would make it impossible for her to come into this. So it makes sense that it's in an alternate universe. Okay. I thought Chilling Adventures of Sabrina only had like one season. It has three seasons. Oh, okay. Wow. This show's been on season. Season two of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is one of the most unhinged seasons of television I've ever watched. I loved it so much. Okay. So you still recommend that one? I liked season two. Season one was okay. I liked season two. And then I couldn't really get into season three. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe one day. We'll see. Yeah. Um, you know, the more as I was watching this episode, I was thinking, and I know that you may disagree with this life choice. I do feel like at some point, maybe in a couple years, I do want to like binge watch seasons three through the end of Riverdale because I've done that 
that with seasons one and two and I found it much more enjoyable and I'm just curious to know if maybe I'll like some of this more on a rewatch. I think most I think most of it's more fun on a binge. Yeah and I feel like I'm not able to like take in some of the fun because I'm taking notes on it and stuff so maybe I'll enjoy it more later because there are parts of it that I that I did in like on this watch so we'll see. Um, So the title of this episode Welcome to River Vale as far as I can tell River Vale's not really a thing but maybe this is a reference to Welcome to Night Vale which you said is a podcast? Yeah so Welcome to Night Vale is kind of like a it's like a surreal horror type podcast and the way the podcast is set is that it's through like radio transmissions of this mainly one guy but then there's other things that happen there's definitely like alternate universes in like the Night Vale area like um, it'll be a thing where, like, you'll be listening to it and it'll be like, and just a reminder, do not go to the dog park. No one is allowed to go to the dog park. If you see hooded f- figures in the dog park, don't go to the dog. Like, stuff like that, where it's just, like, really surreal and strange and, like, not, like, it's, like, horror-esque, but it's not, like, scary. And it's a really good podcast to listen to to fall asleep to. Wait, it is good to fall it asleep is, to, even yeah. though it's spooky? Okay. Because it's not, like, actually spooky spooky there's and most of the time i fall asleep like so fast into it that it like maybe there's really messed up stuff that i'm just not hearing but there's like a ton of like back catalog episodes it's fun so okay this is unrelated to that okay but it did make me think of it i want to shout out something this is i i don't know like nobody nobody needs me to shout this out i'm they're way more well known but um, if that's like something that you're interested in, um, I recommend the the podcast video. Um, what is, I don't know, like a, a mini series combo, uh, the Wayward Guide for the Untrained Eye, which was made by uh, the Tin Can Brothers, who are like a segment of um, or a, a separate thing, but they branched off of uh, Team Star Kid, and they made this cool sort of horror-ish. Um, werewolf based story that they have like i think there's like 10 episodes maybe um of the the youtube like mini series and each one has a corresponding podcast but the like the podcast as a standalone or the episodes as a standalone are both fine but uh, together they're really good but the podcast okay. especially was done in a very like fun clever way the podcast episodes are only like 10 to 15 minutes they're very short but if you like that kind of thing like it's very you're right like i would never say that, that wasn't like scary like you could fall asleep to that too but um i don't know i I don't think i've ever mentioned that one but that's another fun thing if you're interested in that kind of stuff look at the recommendations look at us um also speaking of recommendations we should shout out you mentioned it earlier but we were in the off season we were on another riverdale podcast the mystery outsiders and abs podcast by kevin and aaron uh where we did a sort of like look back slash it wasn't exactly a recap it was really just a gab sesh that was like loosely based on season three of Riverdale but we talked about a little bit of everything and it was a good time yeah it was a good time so feel free to check that out um I know that Aaron uh, listens to this podcast as well so thank you for inviting us on for that so yeah I had fun I had fun this week surprisingly I think this was a nice little little episode I think people are gonna be surprised we're in a good mood we are (laughs) look at us in a good mood um what yeah like the episode aired yesterday we're recording today like you said it's a no edits podcast so this is going to be out in the feed it fast it's going to be out fast it's going to be great we're like we've turned over a new leaf we have i'm excited for it so this is going to be fun yeah. I'm, I'm excited for new mary let me know 
know. Let me know if you like the no edits style once it's done. And please say yes, because it's going to save me so Just much time. Just tell Mary that you like the podcast. <laughs> Thanks. That's all you have to do. Love it. Love it. Love and it. And if love you it. say anything other than that, I will find you. Mm-hmm. I won't. I don't have the skills or abilities to find anyone. Speaking of uh, giving us good feedback, I'm going to read a, a review that we got a long time ago, but. Hell yeah. I'm going to read one. So this is from Zev uh, back in the summer, back at the end of August. Uh, this says, long overdue Riverdale review. Uh, man, Zev is so nice. Most people listen to podcasts because of the show. I watch Riverdale just to be informed when Mary and Kirsten discuss this madness on the podcast. These two and the guests they bring in are consistently hilarious when dissecting the finer points. Can we even say that (laughs) that about Riverdale of the show? For some added fun, they've got the weekly Twitter comments questions, weekly awards for most normal character, and the close but no cigar segment where we find out what's being referenced in the show. If you watch Riverdale, used to watch, or have considered watching, I highly recommend jumping into Kowski Cast Riverdale recap for a walkthrough of the absurdity. Oh, that's so nice. It was a very, very nice comment. Um, so thank you so much. And if you would like to leave a review so we can read it on the podcast, please do so anywhere yes. that you can leave reviews. <laughs> please do. And remember, we only accept five-star reviews. We will not be accepting lower ratings yes. at this time. We'll let you know if ever we decide we'll accept a lower rating. But spoiler alert, we won't. And I know that this episode snuck up on us a little bit since it was on a Tuesday. Do you know what the other one's always going to be on Tuesdays. It's going to be special? on Tuesdays. Okay. Yeah, I think it might be on Tuesdays moving forward, like just the show. Okay, that's better for me. I have fewer shows it's on Tuesdays. It's way better for me. So I will leave a, I will try to remember to leave a, a question thread on Twitter. But um, if I forget, feel free to always DM us um, either at Frail Mary or at KowskiCast on Twitter for those. And um, or just send us a tweet if you find something Riverdale related that you want to talk about. Hell yeah. Um, do we have a most normal person for this week? I was gonna say, I think we should suspend most normal person while we're in an alternate universe. Okay. Is there a different award we can give out that's like... What about least normal person? Oh, I like that. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Least normal person. Um, yeah, for Riverdale. Special Riverdale, least normal person. Rivervale, Mary. Sorry. Rivervale. God. God, what are you thinking? I'm so sorry. I think least normal. And is it least normal, like, as in, like, compared to normalcy or least normal compared to how they are in Riverdale? Oh, so, like, is it most out of character or or just... mm. Or, like, yeah, what do we want it to be? I don't know, because, like, normally we don't say most normal in terms of their character. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So I think it should just be the most absurd person. Person, um, which is gonna be is gonna be hard because like they're in, all very absurd. Yeah, in some ways it could be Cheryl because Cheryl's probably always the most absurd person. Um, I do think that Cheryl should get it this week due to the sin pie and murdering Archie, but I would also accept Betty. Yeah, Betty was quite uh, like I think Betty was the most out of character and Cheryl was the most yeah just in general and that's why I asked what if we did both what if we we said least normal is Cheryl most out of character is Betty because why not we're in an alternate universe 
Love it. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, great. That's that's awesome. That was easy. I love yeah. when we agree. Love when we agree. Um. All right. Well, uh, anything else? About this episode? No, yeah, I had fun. In general. Okay. Cool. And uh, I don't know. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> I had a moment where I was going to give my my uh, my fan fiction recommendation of the week, but then I remembered that that's a Twilight thing, so i got to save it for Twilight. I've been reading a lot of Twilight fan fiction. I know. I've been blowing through them. I found a new author, and if I find an author I like, then I just read everything by them, and I'm like almost tapped out. I'm on the last story they have, and they that's haven't the written worst, since though. 2013. It's really sad. That's the absolute worst, because then you're yeah. like, well, now there's no more. The worst is when you like, this is why I don't read works in progress, because like then an author will like abandon it and then you're just like but what happened? I've mentioned this before, but like one of my favorite stories ever is uh, an abandoned work in progress. And I'm very upset. It's like, I'm almost at the point where I feel like I need to finish it, but like, I don't even know what no. I would do. I, I'm mad because I really wanted to know what was going to happen, but whatever. Um, all right, everyone. That's all for this week's episode. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week for episode two of River Vale. Until then, you can follow me online at Frail Mary everywhere, and you can check out some of the other podcasts that I've been doing. Um, I've done a couple Survivor podcasts on on Rob's podcast. I know I'm going to be on another one this week for the Survivor Stock Watch, I believe. So Ooh. I need to watch the episode. Was it good? It was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I've been having fun with the season so far. You know, River Vale and Survivor both, I feel like, are just kind of like, hey, we're an alternate universe, so you can't you can't tell us what to do anymore. And no complaints. Jeff Probst really is doing the Jughead, like, talk to the camera thing, <laughs> really too. Is. So, uh, Oh, my gosh. If Jeff Probst just turned to us in the middle of a challenge and was like, <laughs> tempting... <laughs> grilled cheese tempting <laughs> i would love that so much oh please do that i need jeff probes to watch riverdale no Ooh. we don't want do you, what would he take from riverdale to survivor we don't want to know don't wish that on anybody the monster um, i don't know oh, there's there could be so many things you just know that he's like this season our new twist the this griffins season- and gargoyles twist <laughs> Welcome to Survivor 43, Black Hoods versus Red Circles. <laughs> Gosh, so painful, so painful. Yeah, um, anyway, Kirsten, um, um, how's BoJack HorsePod? BoJack HorsePod is going very well. We are getting very close to the end of season four, which has been a treat and a dream. Um, I also guested on my good friend Matt Gagan's Gossip Girl Rewatch podcast, The Lonely Boys Pod, and that episode will be dropping this Friday, uh, November 19th. Um, I also was on Renap this past weekend for the Dad Joke Off, uh, which was fun. And, uh, yeah, that's a download Bojack Horse Pod. And, uh, you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Sedwat, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Sedwat. I have been putting a lot more focus into my Twitch stream lately, so there's lots more streams to watch. Get that girl to partner. It's never going to happen. We'll get there. We'll get there one day. But we're going to keep fighting. I mean, we're we could, we, there is one fail-safe way to get you to partner. Um, now, we we are going to have to have someone eat a sin pie and then sacrifice them and pull their heart out, but, like, we can make it work. Okay, so who's strong enough to bear the sins of Twitch? Like, Taryn? I don't know. Or Puya? Yeah, like, one of them. Yeah. Taryn or Puya. Okay. It, le- let us know which one we're sacrificing. I think Liana, I, Liana, I don't think, would support us feeding her um, husband a sin pie and also murdering him. Him. Yeah, but we don't know. I mean, Betty got on board pretty fast. 
I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll figure it's, it out. You know what? It's something to talk about. <laughs> it's something to talk about. We'll bring it up. We'll bring it up. Um, <laughs> I'll ask Puya. All right. All right. Sounds good. Puya at least watches Riverdale sometimes. <laughs> he does. He's all caught up. Yeah. So maybe he'll have some input. I mean, we could we could float it by him. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, everyone. Until next time. Bye. I've always wanted to make it on a pile of money.